0: Hey, what's up, you guys? This is Roxy and Aubrey, and we want to welcome you to the Why Not You podcast. In this series, what you're going to be getting from us is how we were able to completely change our entire lives. You know, uh, I used to be a waitress, Aubrey had his doctorate of physical therapy. And both of us decided to go outside of what we were brought up in and just decided to completely revolutionize and completely change our lives. And what we're going to be sharing with you is how we were able to do that, how we were able to build a million dollar business, become our own bosses and truly just live this extraordinary life where we get to be the creators and design a life that we're excited and passionate about
1: and how we were able to overcome obstacles, multiple jobs, unsupportive friends and family, challenges, and all the things that come up whenever you set your mind to big goals. We're gonna be sharing those things with you here, so whatever your big goals are, you can have a toolbox and mentors there with you every step of the way. We're excited. Hey, how's it going? This is the Why Not You podcast with Rox and we're here for episode nine, the power of finances, you excited? So excited. Roxy was not that <laughs> excited about this, uh, which I think is powerful because uh, really you guys, I want you guys to know that finances can give you freedom, right? Uh, and really the whole point of this one is, money isn't everything, but money is important and money gives you choices. And if you're writing down, taking notes, m- put this down, Choices help you win the game, and the game might be more time with your family, creating a legacy, traveling the world, whatever it might be. You're winning, more money is gonna help you do it easier, simpler, faster, better. All right, so let, let's get right into it. You excited? Yes. All right, so what we're gonna be talking about is a few things. So number one, right, the importance. Why is money important? Why is finances important? It's because you can't do anything in this world without money right? You do need to pay rent or your mortgage, right? You need money to do that. You need money for food to survive. You need money for education, right? Whether you're going to public or private school for your kids or yourself, there's going to come a point where you need to pay for some of it to get around, to have insurance. All these things require money. So
0: And clothes on your back.
1: Yes, of course. <laughs> Let's not be walking around butt naked, right? <laughs> so money's important. That's kind of the first starting point. But let's also tap into something that might never have been taught to you, and that's the difference of how you get money. So there's two main ways you can get money. There's profits, which is uh, where you find a way to provide value to your marketplace, starting a business, products or services, and you're making income from the value that you bring. And that value can be measured by how many clients you have, how much merchandise or sales or of your service you're selling, because everything you're giving that people are willing to pay their money for, they're paying money to give them something. They're buying something for you for a benefit for themselves. That's one way to make money. Uh, And if you're taking notes, write this down. Profits, there's no cap, right? Because they're only limited by how much value you can bring, which is unlimited. Only can be limited by yourself, how much you're willing to innovate, how hard you're willing to work, how much you're willing to grow. The other way to make money, which most people are taught is the only way to make money, Right? What do people think when they need to make money? I gotta go get a job, right? And that's called wages. You're trading the skill that you have for usually an hour or hourly basis, or some people do salary, for an amount of income, right? for somebody that's going for profits. You're usually working in a business or something that's going for profits, right? So we're all in the world of profits and wages, but one thing you gotta understand is that wages are limited. They're limited by the hours in the day, they're limited by how much skill that you currently have, they're limited by the opportunities in your marketplace, whether the businesses are hiring, things like that. So one thing that Roxy and I found when we were playing the wages game, I had three jobs as a physical therapist, I was working for hourly rates, right? Uh, Roxy was working as a server, working for hourly weights and tips, was there was only so much money we could make. Even working five jobs, we weren't even getting ahead, we were just getting by. It felt like we were trading water. So what that started to think was, is six or seven jobs going to make a difference? If five isn't getting it, we need to think of a different way, and that's where profits started to make sense. But this is also a key thing to understand, and Roxy's going to go into this. Once you make the money, it's not just making the money. What's more important is what you do with the money that you make. Making more money is important, absolutely, right? If you have big goals and dreams, but also... Being smart with what you do with it is even more important, I would say. And that's where we call your money blueprint and what you think about money. So this is where Roxy and I actually had a few interesting conversations because we actually had different ways we think about money. And this led into arguments with couples as you're having a business where you're putting your money together, right? And Roxy wanted to spend money on certain things. And I was like, boo, what are you thinking? (laughs) And I wanted to spend money on certain things. And she was like, are you crazy? Right? So... What is a money blueprint, and then what have you learned about our money blueprint differences and which ones serve us?
0: So your money blueprint is pretty much what you have believed about money since you were a kid, you know, and it's not something that you just develop as an adult. It's something that has been instilled in you since you were, were a child, and the people that instill that in, into you are your family, your parents. And for me, my parents, you know, never really saved money. Um, Anything that they got, it was like, okay, let's go spend it now, right?
1: That (laughs) showed up in our relationship.
0: (laughs) It did. And I didn't know these things. And it's crazy because it was actually a book what was the book?
1: The Millionaire Mind. The Millionaire
0: Mind. And we actually ended up going By T.R.
1: Ecker. It yes, really it's good.
0: really good. And we actually ended up going to one of his seminars uh, out when we used to live in California. And he talked about this. And I was like, MG. I didn't re- necessarily say that. There was an F in else. there somewhere. Uh, I said, wow, like this is so true because I was living in a money blueprint of what I had seen my parents do their whole lives. And so even for myself, there was a time where I used to work six days a week, 10 to four, five to midnight, yet I never had any freaking money. My credit card debt was high. And then I would look at my credit card debt, you guys, and it was like on like shit, basically, right? going out to eat. Uh.
1: (laughs) This is what we, why don't we ever go out to eat just during the week for something cute? Girl, that needs to be scheduled.
0: So for for me, there was a time when I lived in Texas you guys, me and my my aunt, my tia, right, we would go out to eat every single day. And it wasn't just once. It was twice a day, okay? Making it rain. Making it rain. Sometimes even it was breakfast, lunch, and dinner, Damn. you know? And that's what I grew up in. And that's, like, that was normal, you know, because I saw my cousin do it. I saw her do it. So I was doing the same thing and following in the same footsteps. And so I found myself, you know, like, inside of this rat race of, like, just living to really pay off debt and so that's the money blueprint and then the next thing that you also want to look at is your like what's the thing thermostats yeah you want to look at what is your current thermostat and so you know for example there was a time when i used to say well i don't have enough money i don't have that was like my thermostat like i could not make more than x amount of money and that's because that's where my my money blueprint, my thermostat was set to. However, once I came into this business and I started to hear people's stories and I started to hear the possibilities inside of, of the income and how much you can earn based off of profits, not just profits, but inside of the whole marketing plan is when my money blew, like it's when my actual thermostat started to change. Because now I was around people that were earning big, like six figure incomes, you know, and and higher. And before that, I never thought it was possible because I didn't have anyone around me inside of that. You know, so it gave me that opportunity to start changing my thermostat as to what was possible for me. And so, one thing I'm going to invite you to is to look at your money blueprint because for me, that was one of the most challenging things uh, was my money blueprint. It was my uh, not willingness to look at like reality in the numbers because. To be honest, you guys, I don't really like numbers. I don't like math. I was never good at it. She
1: didn't even want to do this podcast with me.
0: I didn't. <laughs> I was like, you, you got this, babe. You do it.
1: But it's important that you hear this perspective.
0: It's very you important. You have
1: so much value in it.
0: Omri. (laughs) So, so yeah, so that's where I was. And now, of course, over the years, I've gotten better. However, there's still that like, I'm not sure if I'm ready to talk about this. Right. Um, But that's that's where I was, you know. And so for me, I was the type of person that like money comes in. okay, let's go spend this and let's go have some fun savings. Who cares? Like, that's that's where I was now it's not like that anymore I'm gonna go over later like some of the things that we do in order to like reward ourselves with the income that we make and how it is that we kind of like you know stay on track with our finances because when you're not stressed about money your energy is different how you work is different how you talk to people is different, especially if you're doing, for example, a business. If you're doing network marketing or if you're doing any kind of business, if you're stressed about money, people can sense that. People can sense where you are, people can sense whether like or not you're really trying to be of value to them or you're in a place of like, hey, I really just need you to buy this because I really need this money. And so it's very important that you take care of those things and you start to look at where your money is being spent, that you start to look at, okay, how much do I really need in order for me to live, in order for me to survive? And then from there, start to develop a game plan on how to start creating a a surplus in your finances, and maybe that is with a side hustle.
1: Yep. And that brings us to the next point of really what we were thinking of when we started our business in with Herbalife Nutrition and in the network marketing sector. Right. Uh, it started as a hobby at first, said, hey, if we can just make five hundred dollars, maybe we can drop one of these extra jobs. And then it turned into a full on business. Uh, and really why that makes so much sense is you got to think there's a few things you can do with the money you make. You can sit on it, maybe put it in your mattress, put it in a safe, put it in a little box. And uh, if you do that, you'll actually be losing money because what's called inflation goes up about three percent every year, right? Think about it. When you were a kid, remember when you used to buy Dorito packs for twenty-five cents a little bag? Now they're a dollar, right? Just talking about that. We're talking about that because why money starts to become worth less and less because uh, they're printing more of it. Uh, you know, they're adding more to the circulation. Uh, when credit is used, credit become somebody's uh, income and then that income is spent and no actual new money has been made right so now you've got extra money in the system that wasn't there before so that's called inflation so if you leave it in your mattress and you still have the hundred dollars uh 10 years later that hundred dollars can buy now less things so not the best thing to do you can put it in the bank account right the checking will give you 0.01 or maybe the savings you know give you 0.02 percent interest rate for holding your money sometimes they even charge you for holding it not the best, right? Stock market isn't bad if you do like a mutual fund with some you know, low, low fees, uh, that can be great. Uh, or you can decide to start a business, right? And with a business, what's great is that when you choose it from your passion, you're willing to go and commit to the long run, right? Not six months if it makes money, I'm, if it doesn't, I'm out. But something that you're passionate about, something that you believe in, something that you're willing to invest in, your time, effort, and energy, and resources, you can, you know it's possible to build it to where it's creating continuous cash flow. That's what happened for Roxy and I. So investing our money, and in the beginning of starting a business, you're gonna have to do a lot of investment. You're gonna have to invest a your time. You're gonna have to learn. You're gonna have to uh, read books. You're gonna have to listen to audios. You're gonna have to go to events if you're doing Herbalife Nutrition as a distributor. You're gonna have to pay to go to those events. Why? Because you're paying to go to a business seminar, right? Uh, you might have to pay for your business kit to get started. You might have to pay for you know maybe a. Uh, Some marketing materials. Maybe you get some flyers or maybe you invest in some products to try for yourself or even sample, right? You're going to have to invest time on these trainings. You're going to have to invest time going to the events. You're going to have to invest all these things in the beginning and the the, the return isn't going to be that high. But business savvy people, it goes back to profits versus wages. Wage earners think I'm only working if I'm making money hourly, right? And that's why they'll always be limited because they're working for somebody that knows I must invest first to get my harvest later, right? And these are the people that you see on a Tuesday that get to do whatever they want while everybody else is working a job, why? Because they understood I must invest first to get my return later. Where other people say I'm not going to do anything until I get a return and therefore they get a lesser return because they're working as a part of an an employee in somebody else's harvest versus having their own harvest mindset, work hard first, invest, have patience, have delayed gratitude, say, hey, I'm going to work hard now to get mine later. So that's a bigger harvest. So that's really where understanding why uh, to invest in a business is one of the smartest things you can do. Why we love network marketing is because, right, to start a business is $95 with a business kit, a website, a mentor, a group, trainings. Uh, You even get client materials in your pack that you can resell to make most of your money back. Where can you get that, right? Most businesses, right, if you look at them, $100,000, $200,000, there's even businesses where you have to pay a $15,000 franchise fee just to be able to use their name, right? Uh, with Herbalife Nutrition, we don't have to do any of that. So it made sense for us personally that we're already A, struggling for finances, B, struggling for time. This made sense because we didn't have to invest a lot and we could do it around our schedule, mornings, afternoon, nights. And we're gonna do a whole nother podcast. I don't think it's gonna fit in here talking about finding the balance and the unbalanced, meaning sacrificing now to have even more later. That's how you can find your balance, right? But you gotta set some goals with that. So the last thing we're gonna go over is like, okay, I'm, I'm willing to work hard, right? I'm willing to invest time, effort, energy, and resources, right, but what can I do to maybe make the journey not suck so much. It's gonna suck. I never tell anybody, oh, there's not gonna suck sometimes. It's gonna be hard. It's gonna be challenging. It's gonna make you have to grow. But one thing you're gonna have to understand is that you can also enjoy the way. Roxy and I look at some of those times in our our business now, which were so challenging, but now they're almost like rites of passage. They're like, man, do you remember how hard we worked in that time? Do you remember how now what we have is directly correlated to those challenges they almost become like a like a war wound right like a war scar but now there's also ways where you can enjoy it too in a smart way that's going to make your business even better so roxy's going to cover what are some ways that we actually mode by setting goals to then give us a bigger reward so what is what does that look like
0: so one of the things for us you guys because we are in business for ourselves And so we get to set monthly goals for ourselves and yearly goals for ourselves. And one of the things that we like to do is that we set a goal and based upon that goal is how we reward ourselves and how we treat ourselves. And for us, that system works because number one, it puts us in competition with ourselves. Number two, it makes us strive and go harder inside of our business, which then is gonna create growth. And so one of the things that I have seen is that a lot of people, right, especially for this business, right, I'm talking about if you're in business for yourself, if you're doing MLM, if you're doing, you know, Herbalife or whatever the case may be, so many people reward themselves regardless if they meet their goals or not. And that's one of the things that can be very harmful to you and to your business because it doesn't make you push any harder. So for example, if you don't meet your quota, right, if you don't meet the target that you set out for yourself and you still go out to eat, if you still go out and hang out with friends, if you still go out and like take a vacation, if you're still going out and like doing whatever it is that you want without like meeting your goals and you're putting yourself in a position to not win. And for us, we like to put ourselves in a position to win every single month. And so what we do is we set targets for ourselves inside of what we have control over. So for us inside of what we do, we have control over our own personal production. And what that means is how many people we help on the products, how many people we're helping move up inside of our marketing plan, which then creates this number of how many people we've helped inside of the month. And so one of the things that we do is for example, let's say, we hit X amount, right? We get a $500 shopping spree, right, for that month. And then again, next target, new month, new goal, another target, okay, we've done this, so now we get to do this. So that's one of the things that we have done and we've been really good inside of our business, even for us, like while we were growing inside of our business and there was hard times, you guys, we did not take any kind of vacation we did not go shopping. There were so many things that we did not do because our business wasn't growing. So how in the world are we going to like go and spend money uh, on clothes, on food, on outings, on trips and things like that if we weren't like meeting our business goals in order to make our finances grow and in order to make our whole life grow. And so there was, I think, about a year or two where we didn't do any of those things Mm -hmm. and we didn't go on a vacation, you guys, till we qualified for one of our business Herbalife vacations. And so that's just the kind of commitment that we were willing to have in order to keep on growing and stay committed to the things that we said that we wanted. And that's just personally what has worked for us. So definitely for you, I would say, like set targets for yourself. Set targets inside of your business, inside of what you have control over. And when you hit those targets, then allow yourself to, okay, I'm going to go do this. Okay, I'm going to go do that. Because trust me, it's going to feel so much better. Why? Because you earned it. You put your hard work into it. And you know that you got one step closer to where it is that you say that you want to go.
1: Yeah. And uh, I think that was so powerful. Roxy and I uh, didn't take our first vacation in the business until about 17 months in when we were fully qualified millionaire team. All we did was we drove two hours away. We lived in Los Angeles. We went to Santa Barbara and stayed for two days. Right. We didn't fly anywhere. We didn't go on a week trip. We took a weekend and we drove up to celebrate one of our, you know, marketing plan advancements. And this was already after we had qualified for our first vacation. Uh, And then the biggest thing I would say is that we're always mindful of our money at all times, whether it was in the beginning, making sure that we had enough to invest to go to our events, to invest in our business flyers. Uh, Right now we're investing in, you know, creating a nutrition club here in Orlando, right? And we already have the starting, the products, the flyers, the uh, blenders, all the things that we need to to do it, that takes money. Mm -hmm. And really the thing that I've seen trip so many people up, I'm going to be 100% is they don't. Connect the daily spending with their monthly bank account. I see people, and it boggles my mind. I don't say anything because I don't want to be that guy, right? They're broke buying $16 lunches. I want to turn to them and be like, bro, you ain't got money to buy $16 lunches. You broke. You need to get to the grocery store and you need to be spending $100 on groceries a week, which comes out to $13 a day. Not $16.95 for one meal. You don't got money to be going out. You don't got money. People think fast food is cheap, but they don't add up the price. Fast food isn't cheap. I don't know anybody that goes to fast food and spends $3. They usually spend 7 to 10 and that's one meal. You need to be eating really five meals a day, right? Including smaller meals, snacks, and all that. But let's say three meals, right? If you spend $7 on a meal, and that's one of three, that's $21 a day. Right. Seven days a week. Right. How much are you spending on food that's taking you nowhere and making somebody else money instead of going to buy groceries and spending one hundred dollars a week at one time? Got to invest first. Right. This principle seems to keep showing up. And then you're spending thirteen dollars a day, which is then four dollars and like thirty cents a meal. I see people do this all the time. They don't realize because they're just swipe, swipe, swipe. They're only thinking about this little thing. They don't think that this shirt that they bought or these shoes that they bought or this food that they went out and bought or this drink that they got or this knickknack. they think it doesn't matter. And you guys, one of the biggest things that I feel like, and even Rox and I will get into it sometimes because you'll be like, it's so small. The small things matter to me. In my heart, I feel like the small things matter. That's one of the reasons why I'm so passionate about nutrition and Roxy is because what you eat does matter. What you have for breakfast does matter. Bro, I know people that die from what they have eaten over breakfast, lunch, and dinner for the last years. It's called lifestyle diseases, right? It's called diabetes, high cholesterol, heart disease, right? Science is showing us that these are directly related to lifestyle, right? Now, we don't cause, or diagnose, cure, any of that. Is Herbalife Nutrition distributors, but what we do know is that great nutrition makes a difference in the body. So why wouldn't the same principle make a difference in your finances? Every little thing you spend looking at it, right? Is this going towards my financial goal or is this going towards my financial downfall? Everything matters. The $3 buy at the, grocery, at the, at the gas station, Those $3 got to come from somewhere, right? That could be the $3 that makes the difference between you not being able to get those flyers to go out in the community to make more money. I'll see people spend spend money on things that take their money and then don't have the money to go spend things on things that can make them money. Branding for their business, branding for their clothes, events, investing in their satellite nutrition club or nutrition club, anything, it's like, the little things matter. Roxy's ready to bring it home. What are you going to bring it home for? She's excited.
0: Oh, am I? Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I really hope that you guys gain value from this, um, that you look at your money blueprint, that you look at where it is that your money is going. Are you being uh, smart and wise with your money? And remember, like Aubrey said at the very beginning, money isn't everything. However, whether we like it or not, we do need it. And it does give us better options the more that you have so definitely look at that and like one of the things that i can see for like aubrey and i and i forgot to ask them ask him like for aubrey he his mom was actually really good with finances yeah and like that's a really great thing you know and it's crazy because even now i see her and she's at a certain age and i see people that are exactly her same age right um and i see how like I get to see two different worlds of people, right? I see somebody who took care of the little small details and was always like aware of where this is going, how much we're spending. Like I remember she even gave us this like spreadsheet on our budget and how to track our money. And then I see other people that I love like dearly and are are close to me and they're still struggling because they are not intentional and they're not really um, just, how can I... The, they're not paying attention to the small things. Mm-hmm. They're not paying attention to where it all goes. And if you want to live a great life, if you want to have an amazing life, if you want to like reach your 40s and your 50s and your 60s and be in great like not just shape like physically, but in great shape overall in your life, then you have to start paying attention like where it all goes. Because you don't want to find yourself 40, 50, 60 years old and still struggling for money. Like that's like not the place you want to be.
1: Absolutely. And Roxy's right on point with that. I I got really blessed. Uh, Man, God hooked me up when he gave me my mom. Uh, And uh, we're going to give you the loyal listener of the week in a second too, meant to give you that. And we're going to give the loyal listener of the week something super special this week because Roxy just brought it up. I actually have that budget Excel and the loyal listener is going to get a copy to plug in their numbers to help them clearly, uh, like, build their budget. It's so simple. Uh, but I, I got really fortunate that uh, I got to see my mom, uh, who was, came from Mexico at 17, went into the military, didn't speak English, went into the Marines, had to really live on really uh, very, very little. And uh, she made it work. So if you ever know anybody in the military right? They don't really make a whole lot, especially when they're starting. So what's great is that she always made that work. My mom always figured it out and uh, always was able to make it happen. And then I had my dad on the other side, which my dad was like the big buy guy. New Jordans came out. Hey, he got some and I got some, right? Uh, but when we needed like extra toilet paper, maybe you might have had to go a few days without something. I don't know how we made it happen like that, but let's just say my dad was great on the big things. And tight on the little things, right? Body wash. Hey, maybe we don't need so much. I don't know how we did it, right? But my mom was always great on the little things. Face lotion, body wash, right? You know, all these things. She was like, hey, I got you. And but she was like, hey, I'm not getting you a hundred fifty dollar pair of shoes, right? And I started to see how the attention to the details, the little things, had over time, right? My mom now has two homes. My mom was able to move to Florida. My mom is just retired uh, and able to pursue another schooling degree at her leisure. Uh, She's been able to come out here and visit us multiple times, right? I started to see the difference, right? My dad, you know, works hard. He's always been a hard worker, but doesn't necessarily have the same freedom, I would say, financially that I've seen my mom who pays attention to the details a lot more. Uh, And I love my mom and my dad to death, right? And it's not good or bad. I just seen the differences, right? So... I think the little things matter greatly, and I'm so grateful I got to see that firsthand uh, and really do that. So we got our Loyal Listener of the Week, and you're going to get a budget template. And this is really simple. Jenny underscore Ontiveros. Love listening to you guys. Hearts, hearts, hearts with five stars. Thank you so much. And remember, uh, get your chance to be a Loyal Listener of the Week uh, by going to our podcast on iTunes. Why not you? Uh, podcast, leaving a comment, uh, rating, and subscribing, and uh, you might get your chance to get a special gift from us. Uh, so, uh, Jenny, go ahead and message us at Get Started at G e t s t a r t e d at R o x a n d a u b s. dot Get started at Thank you guys so much. It's uh, the Power of Finances podcast number nine. Why not you? Peace out.